members of the OG army get those wallets unfolded. Coming up next on the other ground live stage, prepare for an eargasm by Passive J and Big Dalton. Well, good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of the other ground live. Um, Passive J, that's Big Dalton over there. Say hello, Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, it is August the 24th. It is a Monday, which means, fuck, Jay, why do we have to do this every day? <laughs> do you mean life, your job, or this show? A little bit of A, a little bit of B, a little bit of C, and a little bit of F this. <laughs> I see the OG armies forming, forming up in the chat box. Always glad to see you guys along for the ride. Uh, I'm going to take a wild guess and say you didn't have a great day. No, I just had a very, very average day. Eh, well, yeah. I think the bane of anyone that has ever done any sort of like white collar businessy type things when all of a sudden you see your Outlook calendar and it is six hours straight of half hour meetings. Oh, my. <laughs> I don't like meetings. They They never seem all that productive. I'm going to guess well, yours are a little bit different than the ones I normally go to. Yeah, probably. But also just the fact that you can't really get much accomplished in 30 minutes. But you don't uh, mind it if my day is completely blocked, which it usually is sometimes double, triple booked. But at least in like an hour meeting, you can get something accomplished and you can actually end on time. But when you have like back to back to back half hour fucking calls, number one, every single one of them runs five to ten minutes over, so then the next one starts five to ten minutes late, which then runs an additional five to ten minutes over, and then all of a sudden, six hours in, you just want to strangle everyone. <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously, I don't encounter anything like that uh, at my work. Uh, there's very few meetings there. Everything's pretty much already worked out how it's supposed to go, <laughs> and we don't change shit uh, all that often, so it's not... We had we had a meeting when, when the COVID stuff happened at the beginning of the season, to explain to everybody how shit was going to work. And that was it as far as our meetings go. Yeah, I wouldn't think there would be a whole lot of, you know, very intense strategic meetings for the country club. <laughs> no, no, don't get me wrong. There are, are all kinds of meetings there, but it's the members, not the employees. Uh, like there's board meetings once a month, and then there's special meetings for like the different committees, you know, like the decorating committee. There's a committee that's in charge of like, you know, the inside of the clubhouse, decorating it, maintaining it, and getting new stuff. Uh, there's a committee for pretty much fucking ever. There's the grounds committee. They're the ones in charge of uh, making sure that the uh, golf course uh, looks the way it should and so on and so forth. Yeah, that sounds boring as shit. <laughs> I feel bad for the person uh, that has to attend most of the meetings. There's a, we have a, the general manager has an assistant and it's her job is to go to at least most of the major meetings and take notes and shit minutes, I guess they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a secretary job, which means really you're kind of just one step away from that, Jay. Oh, I'd love to have her job, <laughs> but, uh, but unfortunately uh, she started there even before I did. And she's only like three to five years older than me, I think. So she's not going anywhere anytime soon. So I don't really have any realistic expectations to ever graduate to that job. Well, yeah, and you definitely know she's going to live longer than you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I figure, you know, she's she's not a big fatty or anything like that. So I don't have any advantages at all. <laughs> Her five-year age gap is not going to make any difference. Yeah, probably not. Somebody could probably be, oh, roughly 12 to 37 years older than you and, and may have a longer outlook on life. Yeah, well, you never know. Uh, I might just be turning the shit around. Uh, I uh, did go back to that and uh, uh, the canal. Nope. The uh, the guy that I got that I was going to to have my testosterone tested. The, the gynecologist. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah. Uh, as you guys know, I checked my results a couple of days ago to see what they were. So I knew what to expect going in. Uh, but it was no issues, really. He uh, looked at my numbers. He said I was on the low end of normal. And I said, yeah, but it's on the very low end. He's like, yeah. He goes, well, he goes, I actually don't recommend that, you, you know, you try uh, uh, um, testosterone because, you know, there are side effects and you are on the very low. You are normal, even if it is the very low end. He goes, well, I go, really? He goes, but yeah, well, you know, it is very How old are you again? 47. He goes, yeah, yeah, that's probably too low. <laughs> Let's go ahead and put you up, give you a subscription for it for three months. And then, uh, We'll check back and see what's going on at that point. Told you. 
Yeah, yeah. And well, the thing is, yeah, I, all all the things I read that said two forty to three hundred was what they considered the low end of normal. Uh, but then recently, I found a couple studies that said uh, some were recommending three fifty or higher. And and realistically speaking, at my age, I should probably still be in the five to six hundred range. Yeah, and and really, like, so you actually went to kind of a legitimate doctor. If you go to most like anti aging things, as long as you're not juiced to the gills. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, you're on the, the low end of high. So right. here's a bottle. Right, right, right. And I still don't have anything yet because even though he called it right in and, and it was literally a um, pharmacy across the street from him, a Walgreens, and I went over, they weren't able to fill my script, subscription even though they had it because uh, um, apparently it has to go through insurance approval and the doctor hadn't done that yet or some shit like that. So uh, I got a text later on saying that my prescription was delayed due to an insurance issue but i'm assuming that shit will work itself out he's he specifically said to me while he was doing this he goes yeah uh i hope you can do the injections because uh that's the only thing the insurance covers everything else is really expensive he goes to gels and such i'm like yeah no i can i'll give the injections a shot so it's well, going to be supposedly the injections are the best way to go anyway like the freaking like andro like roll on shit apparently doesn't work near as well and over the long term it's just like not sustainable so yeah, right. step right up to shooting fucking roids in your ass, Jay. <laughs> it's 200 cc's uh, every uh, two weeks, and I guess that's a fairly normal dosage. Um, uh, I did read a couple things that doing it weekly is probably better because it's more even, but he's the doctor, so I, I figure I'll go with what he's talking about. Well, I mean, you could do it like just when you measure it out, 100 cc's a week. Yeah, and uh, I, I guess... And, that, and the reason you do that is so you don't have that roll-off towards the end. Right, right. Like, especially for someone like you that seems to be affected by everything that happens to your body. Like, it probably makes more sense for you to do 100 cc's a week so you don't have that roller coaster of, you know, the first fucking five, six days, like, you're ready to take on the world and then you're slowly getting to that next injection and, you know, feeling like the old man that you actually are. Right, right, right. Maybe I should try it for what prescribed for a couple of weeks. And then if it, uh, if that affects me that much, uh, either call them and see if it's okay to, uh, do that or just go and start doing it. Yeah. Just fucking do it. I mean, you could call and they're probably going to say, yeah, that's fine. Just don't right, take right. more than 200 CCs every two weeks. Right. Right. I would assume so. Um, but it was weird. He, he was like, okay, I'm going to give you this. You're going to have to get it and you're going to have to come back here. Uh, and uh, I, I'll show you how to, uh, and we'll show you how to inject it. He goes, or you can go to your primary care doctor and he will show you. I'm like, well, I don't know. My wife does in insulin injections. He goes, oh no, that's, that's different. That's something entirely different. You know, he goes, this is going to be in the muscle. Um, I was like, well, uh, okay. I go, I could probably just YouTube it and find it out. He goes, uh, I, yeah, yeah uh, uh, you do what you need to, <laughs> but so I thought I, I thought he'd figure to make it an appointment to come back and do that, but he just set me up for another appointment in three months to see how it's going. Uh, so I guess I'm just going to watch a YouTube video so, since I technically don't have to go back and have him show it to me. It's not gonna, he doesn't have some amazing technique that YouTube YouTube does not have. Don't get me wrong, I'm going to watch several videos <laughs> before I do this to make sure I get the right idea and make sure they all say the same thing. But I don't think it's going to be a huge deal, I don't think. Yeah, so what you do is... You, you know, you get a syringe and you measure out hundred cc's and then you jam it into yourself and then you push down the plunger. Yeah, that's pretty close. I assume <laughs> that, that's, that's literally what it is. I don't think you're going to need to, you know, do that many, you know, YouTube oh, I, videos to figure I, I, out how I, to do this stuff. Yeah, no, no. The the YouTube video is all all it's going to show me is where the proper placement and on the leg is. You know, uh, that's then that's it. <laughs> Other than that, I I think the rest of it's going to be pretty self explanatory. Yeah, if you fuck this up, Jay, like goddamn. <laughs> so that should be interesting. Um, now he did say that uh, I have to make sure that the. Um, blood test i take is uh, that i haven't had an injection for a week so and now so which means i think i'll i, I have to make sure that i alter i have it on my alternating weeks you know the the yeah, one he's gonna, the one he's going to give me in three months 
you know, because yeah. it makes sense. You don't want to have it in your system to it won't get, you won't get an active, accurate uh, testosterone count. Right. Yeah, that all makes sense. But I think regardless, I think the news here is by the end of the week, we're going to start having anabolic J. Yeah, maybe even as soon as tomorrow, I hope, you know, uh, but some one day this week, I would assume, unless the insurance rejects it for some reason. And like as you mentioned, it sounds like a legitimate doctor. He didn't say, well, let's hope this goes through or something. He just gave me the, the prescription, you know. So I, I assume that. it's going to be all right I, here, too. The absolute day I hit 40, I am going to an anti-aging clinic. One of the ones that I know I'll be able to walk into and they'll just be like, uh, yeah, we're, this whole test thing, this is just kind of formality. Um, how many CCs do you want a week? <laughs> My answer will be all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, yeah. Well, is that the sort of thing that your insurance will still cover? Uh, those aging clinics, or would you be on your own on that? Oh no, absolutely. I'll look into to what my insurance covers. My insurance covers damn near anything. And worst comes right. to worst, I just call in and argue with them, like I did for you know the the stem cell treatments I got for my back. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I suppose I can do something similar. I I could say, well, look. I could start shopping different doctors to have them f- try to figure out what's wrong with me because you don't think it's my issues are related to lo- low test and God knows how long that'll take and how many different doctors and tests that will take to figure out. Or you could let me try this and see if it helps. Right. So hopefully it doesn't reach that point. Because uh, I, I, like I said, I hope to get them tomorrow out because you know uh, I'd be interested to see uh, how much of it. Uh, how much of a difference there is, is, excuse me, there is, and I'm not a very patient person. Yeah, imagine that. Now you're going to get hooked on steroids. All of a sudden, you're going to start taking like uh, oral <laughs> Anivar and shit like that on top of your TRT in- injections. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound like, like a good idea at all. Uh, I am old, and I do have like one kidney, and you, know, you don't want to fuck up shit too much, really. Yeah, you would not want to do oral steroids. No, those things mm-hmm. will fucking completely kill your liver and probably fuck up your kidneys. So, uh, with you only having one, let's just stick with the test injections. Yeah. Yeah. And the simple stuff that they've got pretty well studied and have uh, an idea of what it's going to do to me. Well, I don't think we have any idea what anything is going to do to you, Jay. You can eat four foods. <laughs> uh, I've been experimenting a little bit. Uh, I was hungry and, and on the run, so I tried a ten-piece uh, chicken McNuggets uh, today, and didn't seem to have any issues. And a small fry. Well, the important thing here is you do know that, like, if, when you're on this, you have to work out harder than you ever had before, and you need to fucking eat like your life depended on it. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to get another meal into me. I, I suppose I could take like a couple more servings of the uh, uh, Huel powder, but I'd like to figure out as a last resort, uh, but I'd like to add at least another 500 calories to my daily diet right now because I seem to be hanging out. So I think 500 extra over my daily diet would give me enough to work with, but without overdoing it and uh, making me all fat and shit. Yeah, quit worrying about getting fat. You just need fucking calories and you need to work your ass off. Lifting, well, especially if you're going to be injecting so. yourself you know, in the ass yeah. full of steroids. Yeah, well, um, uh, the work your ass part, I, I from pretty much doing, uh, you know, I very rarely miss a day. It's five days a week for 45 minutes to an hour uh, every day. So I'm putting the work in, boss. Yeah, you're going to have to find that that second gear, though. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, between the, hopefully the testosterone will give me more of an appetite, too. They don't say it does that, but it says it builds uh, uh, lean muscle mass to make me be able to exercise more, which maybe will give me more of an uh, of appetite. I mean, I can't imagine myself trying harder than I am now, but you never know. Yeah, there's always another gear, Jay. You, you got to figure that one out. Uh, that's the one thing you missed out on, never really being like an athlete, is the pushing your body beyond what it's supposed to do. Right, right. Well, most of, most of my cases, uh, that's it's not like the, oh, my arms are tired, uh, I, I better stop. It's the, oh, my arms won't make the weight go in that direction anymore. <laughs> You know, you can sit there and push all you want. And it's not going to happen. And I had that happen actually uh, on Saturday with my uh, leg workout. It was a shitty leg workout. I barely got anything done. Uh, I, I failed out very quickly on everything. And I think it was because I walked around so much on my vacation a couple days earlier. Yeah, sounds like excuses there, Jay. Let's let's see how let's see how all this works once you're juiced to the gills. 
All righty. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure I won't ro roid rage out on anybody or anything like that. Well, just as long as you don't go to Little Caesars. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've banned myself from that parking lot. Probably a good thing, because Anabolic Jay would have killed a fool. Yeah, I would have killed a fool. Like, goddamn people fronting on me. <laughs> Shit. But what do you got today, sir? So what's going on in Detroit, Jay? Are what you guys is ground zero for the zombie apocalypse at this point? It, it's entirely possible. Tell me, sir, what has happened? Well, did you hear about the funeral home there? Oh, Where, yeah, I did. Yeah, the woman that was fucking declared dead springs back to life in the goddamn funeral home? Yeah, I, I springs back to life might be a slight exaggeration. Uh, resumed breathing was probably more accurate, but still, goddamn, right? You don't don't get don't die or try to die or pretend to die in Detroit because you might get buried. It's, a, it's some zombie shit, Jay. This lady has a fucking <laughs> crazy heart attack. Hospital's yeah. like, yeah, no, she's dead. And she brought the funeral home. She popped yeah. back to life, craving she brains. Shit, it was they it never made it made it to the hospital. They they took the EMT's word on it. Uh so you know, who sent the report to the hospital, the hospital contacted the uh you know um next to kin and, and released a body to them. This and then who then had it brought to the uh, funeral home. So it never hit a hospital. They were just taking like the ambulance people's word. Well, sounds like that might show up on their annual review. <laughs> Bob, yeah, remember that yeah. lady that had the heart attack? Yeah, she didn't die. You're Ooh. fired. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty bad mistake. Uh, I was reading on face people, face people on Facebook, uh, people reacting to that, and the common theme was like, "Oh, that's a nightmare I have." Um, and I've never had that particular nightmare where I, everyone thought I was dead and I wasn't dead, but it is fairly common from what I understand. Yeah, I don't think "fairly common" is the right description there, Jay. No. <laughs> Fairly common is stubbing your toe. Fairly common is, you know, waking up with a cramp. I don't yeah. think fairly common is being pronounced dead and waking back up in a funeral home. No, no. I said that's a fairly common nightmare to have that happen. Not that it's fairly common for it to happen. <laughs> that can't even be a fairly common nightmare because, like, the actual odds of that happening, goddamn. Well, yeah, people are having nightmares about things that uh, have bad odds all the time, though. You know, people, some people have nightmares about being eaten by spiders. And your odds of that happening are really, really, really low. Yeah, that just sounds like people with mental problems. Well, everyone has nightmares about stuff, at least uh, occasionally. I'm su I assume you've had nightmares sometime during your life. I haven't remembered a dream I've had in probably two or three decades. I, I used I to be like why. I just don't remember dreams. I even tried the whole thing like, okay, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to write down whatever I remember. Never remember anything. Well, yeah. Uh, and I used to be like, you. Yeah, I used to think I didn't dream uh, until I started taking this new medications about three or four years ago, the trazodone to, uh, God, it hasn't been that long, about a year. But ever since I started taking that, I've uh, actually had dreams that I remember and shit, at least, at least for uh, a little bit into the morning, you know, I'll, I'll wake up remembering shit and lose it over the co course of a half an hour or something. So if I wrote it down, I'm sure I would, you know, as soon as I got up, I'm sure I'd be able to. I just don't bother, bother, because dreams are cool. I didn't, use, I didn't used to have them because I don't think I ever slept good enough for them. Either that, or you know, you were just never on enough drugs to have, you know, unconscious hallucinations. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of how it was. I, I was never unconscious enough because, you know, you have to REM sleep. So it's not as far as deep sleep, but it's above the light sleep that I got most of my uh, life, apparently. Yeah, it sounds like more and more excuses, Jay. More and more excuses. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's my excuse for no, not having dreams. <laughs> I mean, and I, by that, I mean actual physical dreams. Of course, I have metaphysical dreams things that i hope for my uh, wife is on this camper tip she really wants a camper i'm like uh, come on i go I, you're getting a little ahead of yourself it's a year and a half until we ha will have a vehicle able able to tow it so you know we have to wait until her lease is done and then we'll get her a truck that can tow shit um but i i don't really mind the camper thing but right now we're more worried about making sure we have enough money to make it until next spring uh so I, she's getting way ahead of herself in, in any case and we can't anything with what we have now so as i said a bare minimum year and a half 
Yeah, priorities on that one. I mean, you guys, yeah. y- you can't even, you know, comfortably afford having a inflatable hot tub. Right, right, let exactly. Let alone a goddamn camper trailer. Right, right. And she's thinking about, you know, so I, she keeps on talking about used because I'm looking at new ones. And because new ones, that w- what we want are like eighteen to twenty fucking thousand dollars. Uh, so obviously, you can get something way cheaper than that, a used one. Um, and since uh, it's a pull behind, you don't really have to worry about it. Any things like, you know, how many miles on it has really, or how good the engine is, or all that good shit. Um, you just have to make sure it's in good shape physically, which you can do just by looking at it for the most part. And lots of those are way cheaper. I think like five to 8,000 for, for fairly nice ones. Um, but as you said, that, you know, we're not in a position to spend that kind of money right now. Uh, but she's scrimping and saving. So that's one of the, one of the reasons she got a, uh, uh, a second job. Uh, she wants a camper. Uh, I hate to tell her that, you know, for a lot of her money is going to go toward paying the bills at first. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, like paying off your house first, like that would yeah. be the financially prudent thing to do. Yeah. I mean, that would, that's, it's never a bad idea, but because of how small my mortgage is, that would actually only save us, I think $167 a month or 180. The but you would also all. then own your home. Right. And I guess it, and I guess it would, uh, no, you still have to have house insurance. And you still have to have equity, uh, you know, excuse me, uh, equity down for the, um, property taxes. So that's why I say it would only, only, uh, save us like $180 because the vast majority of our payment is the property taxes and the insurance. Still, you would own your home. Well, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, and eventually I'll probably end up paying it off early since it's such a, such a small amount. Well, it's not a small amount. I think it's like, I, I think I owe like 55000 on it or some shit like that. Yeah, so work on owning your home. <laughs> oh, I can guarantee you uh, the wife will get a camper before I own that home. That's just how that's going to work. Uh, but I like your plan as well. Yeah, you know, I, I technically could be a financial planner, so there is that, you know, entire thing. Right, right. Have you ever uh, done camping via, you know, pull-behind camper or stuff stuff like that, non-tent uh, camping, as I like to call it? Yeah, like, I've never been a big, like, camping person anyway. Right. But, yeah, like, growing up, we had, like, a, a Popo camper. Hey, I mean, it was fairly nice, too. It's just not necessarily my thing. Yeah, and it's not really my thing either, but the wife wants to do it, and we're both trying to find things that we can do on vacation and bring the dogs because we decided we want to be those people, uh, which is by which honestly I'm still not that keen on because I I will be worrying about the dogs the entire time, you know, um, everything from the, the trip up to where we're going with them in the car to like ma- making sure they don't get away or you know because I have no confidence in them coming to me if I called them. So, so you have to figure out some sort of a stake thing to put them out when you want to put them outside or have them on leash every single time they're outside or something like that. So, um, and all that's just to sit inside of a trailer, probably with people around you. Cause those, you know, probably end up in like one of those campground type things, uh, to be closer to nature that I don't really care about. <laughs> yeah. But, so see, this is, this is why I'm harping on you about the idea of maybe paying off your house first instead. Yeah. Because I see this like a lot of the other things that you get yourself into that all of a sudden you will have spent $8,000 on a camper trailer and you go camping twice and you're like, you know, I don't like camping. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, Except for I don't think it's going to take a couple. I don't think I'll want to do it, but it will be what's what I'm looking for. A good compromise with my wife. Um, We don't spend a lot of time together and we don't take a lot of vacations. Uh, and so I think having a camper, so where we can take off and stay at a campground, you know, whenever we want, basically, and I, there's a whole shitload of them around here within a couple hour drive. So it's makes it fairly convenient. Uh, is it, is a good chat, trade-off. They're telling you right now. So Tenor yeah. spent 32 grand on his Oof. Jusher spent around $30,000 on one. Holy shit. Also yeah. Sly wants to know the next time we get to see videos of you running. Oh, I don't know. I guess I could do that again. <laughs> it's not and really also, running. It's people kind of are making a, another kind of a good point here. Camping What's is that? probably going to go the way of your magnet fishing. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's very true. Uh, I did that a couple times. It's it's fun. It's not horrible, but you know, uh, it's something that you do going to some place you're already going to, though. Hey, and we have hey, a caller. Hey, hey, caller, how you doing today? Big shock. Right. Yeah, I guess okay. that's not working. Okay. Cool. Hey, hello, sir or ma'am. What can we do for you? No. Okay. Yeah, that's a terrible soundboard. Like, yeah, you're just you're gonna have to do better. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Try again later. <laughs> yeah, that was a horrible soundboard. You can do better than that. Jesus Christ! No, someone must be walking in front of my house since my wife's gone. Good they Lord, get all freaked Jay. out whenever. I know. I know. Isn't it crazy? All right, uh, moving on, I suppose. But yeah, so uh, that that I think it might be fun. I don't know. Uh, and certainly, uh, we don't need a large one since it's just the two of us. Uh, we're looking for something in the twenty to twenty-five foot range. Jesus Christ! Go on. At least bark in the other room. Jesus. <sighs> They're good dogs, I swear. But yeah, so uh, like I said, we don't not, don't need anything big. Something in the twenty to twenty to twenty-five foot range would be just fine. Uh, the only hard part will be making sure we get one where the bed faces the right way. Um, anytime the bed is crosswise to the trailer, you know, like going from axle to axle as opposed to lengthwise in between the axles, I can't use any of those. I have to have one that's lengthwise uh, because uh, they're all all have queen beds, and my feet have to be able to hang off. If you if you put me in one of those beds that goes from side to side, you know, there's not enough room for me to uh, lie flat. Yeah, you're going to end up probably having to spend closer to like 15, 20 grand to get something halfway nice. Well, no, I mean, being that you're 13 foot tall. Right, right. Well, well, 15 to 20 grand is like what brand new stuff is what we're looking at. Those guys, uh, um, the juicer and tenor, I believe, have bigger motorhomes and, or excuse me, uh, campers than what we're looking at. Uh, my Ours is like 22, or is, I think 22 feet is the one I actually think would be a good idea if we were going to spend new which obviously we won't yeah just saying probably not the best idea but hey do you will uh will anxiously await the story in 2024 yeah there you go it's probably that's probably a good time frame you know it's safe up to her a couple of years and get one if you know if that makes her if she's really that dedicated about it we'll see what happens yeah i, I just i don't see camper j becoming much of a thing no, me neither, honestly, but, you know, get, the, the wife humors me on many things, so I think it's probably a wise idea to let her go ahead and do this if that's what she really wants. She and might sure, He has nothing to pull it with yet. Nothing. So that's he's going to wait until his wife's lease is up, lease another vehicle that can pull a trailer, yeah. and then at some point after that, get a trailer. So this is like... 17 steps away right now right right like i said this is very early uh we literally have a year and a half minimum before we can do it um so that could give her enough time uh i haven't looked it up yet but she claims there's all kinds of good trailers at like five thousand dollars yeah define good i don't know uh <laughs> that's just what she said she said there's all kinds of good ones but you know they're uh they don't keep their value very much. So like, and there was sort of thing it's that you don't really wear them out, uh, cause they don't have engines or anything like that. So you can probably find a 10 year old one. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. Jay, I think you're kind of being overly hopeful here. I don't know. Like listen to tenor and Homelander. Like they're telling, you, no, that's not a really a thing. Well, I don't know. Basically <laughs> they are built like shit as tenor just said. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not exactly crafted to hold up over the long term. Oh, well, I couldn't speak on that. I'm not an RV expert. I was just going by, uh, I was just going by what uh, my wife had said. I thought, assumed she did some research. I don't know. Let's find out. You're, you're letting a woman influence you on something that they want. <laughs> like you actually think they're going to give you the truth and not just paint the picture that will get you to open the wallet. <laughs> That's entirely possible. Um, I mean, if you're going to fall from that, like I have a, a cousin in Kenya whose grandfather died and left you a fortune. I just need some 
<laughs> some information, mainly your social security number and oh your routing number and account number. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, towable to toy hauler, pop-up camp, trunk camper, travel trailer. <coughs> I'm at uh, rvtrader.com. So you would assume that they would have a, a variety of used. So I'm just going from low to high. Um, yeah. Oh, that's for rent. Rent. I see one for a thousand. I see like they have stuff from for a thousand dollars. Like a, here's a 2012 Jayco J flight for SRK da, 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 for uh, one thousand two hundred dollars. A 1979 Shasta two twenty one hundred. Ooh wee. That one has severe water damage. Up. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get anything that you're actually going to want to sleep in for that cheap. No, no. I like I said. I assume there's going to be something at least in the four to five thousand range. That would be a, a possible. And so let's roll down to there and see what that is, and see if my wife was right or not. Uh, Two thousand four. There are tw- there are a ton of them out there though. Of course, this is probably like a nationwide fucking uh, uh, website. All right, enough browsing RV okay. Trader Jay. Like okay, we are we on a on a live podcast. Here. Right, okay, I found one for three thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars. This is a nineteen ninety eight Fleetwood Prowler Light Northwest Edition. Uh, they say it's in great condition and ready for new adventures. Clipped with sleep, sleeping space for four comfortably, a full size shower, and the option for an outdoor shower. A double sink, large fridge and freezer, stovetop range, oven, microwave, and so much more. <laughs> And that sucker is, how long is that sucker? Um, it doesn't say, uh, but it's, uh, see, that wouldn't be a bad deal. Uh, it looks, I, I assume it, I didn't even bother to look at the pictures in it since you guys can't see it, but it, that sounds like it's perfectly acceptable. I mean, maybe there's a lot of hidden shit in an old uh, um, trailer that I'm unaware of, but I don't know. It could possibly be workable. Yeah, again, like, uh, number one, this is a long ways off. Number two, yeah, you, you get what you pay for. Yeah, yeah. So in order to get something that, like, you and the wife would actually, like, put up with and use, you're probably looking at at least double what you're thinking. But that's sure. life. Yep. Oh, well. Shit, dude. Okay, so moving on then, since we'll have to table that one for about a year and a half, uh, what else you got today? Well, yeah, you know, we were talking about that asteroid the other day. Actually, by other day, I actually think yesterday. Yeah, I think so. Now, you know, I'm not like a, a religious person or anything like that, but I think this is literally a sign of the end of the world. Oh, what's that, sir? Because you know that this thing is supposed to pass us the day before the fucking election. Yeah, that is uh, like, odd timing. How 2020 is that? <laughs> Yeah, 2020 is just so goddamn crazy. So yeah, and while I've said, of course, it's not going to hit us, watch me be wrong and have the, the scientists' calculations be off, and it does hit us. Well, I wonder if that would postpone the election. Depends on where it hit, I imagine. If it hit someplace uh, outside of the United States, nope. Uh, if it hit somewhere in the United States, um, maybe, depending on where it hit, like if it blew up a major city or something, it, I suppose that's a possibility. Well, they're giving it a 1 in 240 chance. So, huh? like, that's not that long of odds. Right, right. Um, yeah, that's still, yeah, that's not long enough, actually. And, and, and like I said before, it's not uh, a dinosaur killer or anything like that. It, what they say is about the size of a car or something. But from everything I read, that will blow up most of a city. So, like, you know, Cleveland could be out of here tomorrow. I mean, excuse me, could be out of here after the uh, meteor strike before the election or any other medium-sized city. Well, yeah, and we have the whole thing, you know, like, look at how much of the earth is fucking water anyway. So, like, probably be fine, but... Yeah. Goddamn, one in 240. Just imagine that someone gives you a a fucking bowl of of M&M's there's 240 M&Ms and one of them will kill you. How many of those are you going to eat before you're like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. And which is why we really need uh, the entire like Skywatch thing for a- asteroid defense. Um, we've known that since the seventies when we made video games to, you know, display our uh, vulnerabilities. 
but it, uh, regardless, there wouldn't be anything we can do about it. it even if it was like uh, 100% chance and we knew it. Well, shit, when was the first time they even started talking about it? Well, a month or two ago? Either way, I already told you about that documentary and that elite space force that we have <laughs> comprised of the best oil drillers in the world. Right. Now, if that now if that thing hit in the water close to land, that would be pretty fucked up for a whole bunch of people, on the other hand. Like, say it hit like 20 miles outside of uh, Los Angeles. It wouldn't, it would fuck up Los Angeles and probably uh, every city on the, on the coast for like 100 miles on either side. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily know. Like, they're talking about right now, it's six and a half foot in diameter. Oh, that's so it's not even like, size. no, that's smaller than a car. And the fact when it would enter the atmosphere, it would break up into much smaller pieces anyway. Yeah, well, that depends on its composition. Most most asteroids, yes, some of them, no. Some of them are, like, uh, mostly metal, and that would stick together just fine. Uh, but it depends what type of asteroid you get, I guess. Well, the scientists say that it would break apart on entry and create a bright meteor. Okay, well, then I'm assuming that there's ways to tell what type of asteroid it is from their measurements. So if they're saying that it's probably just a stone one or stone and ice and or and that kind of stuff, which will break up. But that's another thing entirely with asteroids they're da how dangerous they are is based quite a bit on their composition as opposed to their size because if that was like a pretty much steel asteroid that was six feet across that be might be a different sort of prospect yeah um i'm i'm far less worried about that than i am the zombie apocalypse in detroit <laughs> honestly me too i'm a little bit closer to that uh, to that than the I am the entire asteroid thing, um, but hey, shit, it, that's probably a once in a lifetime thing to happen for that lady, right? I would sure fucking hope so. <laughs> uh, that's shit, something you have happened more than once. God damn, like yeah. you are more unlucky than the guy that gets struck twice by lightning. There, I saw. It's probably not even true, but there's this meme going around about this guy that was hit by lightning like four separate times and then after he died his uh, grave was hit by lightning so basically he fucked thor's girl yeah at yeah some point yeah either thor or god or some other some other entity that controls lightning was not a big fan of that dude yeah apparently not zeus was pissed <laughs> yes sir all right what else do we got today well, let's talk food because you don't get to eat any. No. <laughs> you know how the world is just saddened by the loss of Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima. But a new competitor has emerged. Any guesses of who it is? No. What are we speaking of? Master P. Oh. Is dipping his toes in the food game. Oh, my. Are you saying there's going to be Master P syrup? He's starting out with rice. Oh. But he's starting out with Uncle P's Louisiana seasoned white rice. Really? Uncle P's? Uh, did anyone talk to him about that? I mean, seriously, did this go through a focus group or anything before they decided on that? Because I'm guessing there's going to be some blowback on that name. It's fucking... It's, it's Master P. Did you not... Did you not watch him on Cribs? The man had a gold ceiling in his bedroom. <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. I didn't see a lot of MTV Cribs. I was that was during a not watch TV part of my life. Let's put it this way: the Instagram post by Master P with 2.6 million followers. Uncle P Rice, we taken over the game. White rice, brown rice, and red beans and rice. Ain't never gonna see us coming, but we're here. If they can do it, we can do it. Start small and build. <laughs> That's a lot to fit on the fucking label, dude. How big no, is that the box Instagram of fucking rice? That's the oh. Instagram caption. The label is Uncle P's Louisiana seasoned white rice, a bowl of white rice, and a picture of Master P. Well, I mean, good for him for branching out, but 
excuse me, sorry guys. But really? That seems like an odd direction for and the the funny part is he's trying to make it sound all hard and shit. Like you know, like he's still a gangster, you know, so he's out there slinging grams and fucking bags of rice. Hey, gangsters got to eat too. <laughs> yeah, man, give me three rocks and a and one of those instant cups of rice, man, cuz I'm assuming he has the microwavable version. I'm assuming he does as well. It looks like yeah, it looks like there's a Probably a microwavable version, and then a box there. There's two. There's two shown in the Instagram post. But hey, he's 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 he saw a void in the market where un- Uncle Ben is gone. So now we're gonna have, gonna have Uncle P. <laughs> well, sure, why not? Right? Everyone has uh, should have a chance to do whatever they want with their life. And who knows? Maybe he's always made awesome rice, and he's decided that fucking. To give it a go, he's and he's gonna ignore the entire rice stigmata and just, and just reach for his dream. Absolutely, it has to be. So, I mean, it's Master P, right? It's like you, you got to respect this one. Although I'm, I am kind of sad that he did not use the tagline of "Make him say yum." <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, moving on, sir. What's next? Let's actually stay with food. So KFC is is crumbling to the pressure of COVID. Oh, how Did so? you hear about this one? No, sir. What were you talking about? In response to the global pandemic, KFC will no longer be using its tag phrase, it's finger licking good. Oh? At all? I mean, do they have a replacement or fuck? Really? No, there doesn't sound like there's anything anything to replace it as of now. Well, and honestly, I don't have a problem with it. I always thought it was a horrible tagline. Finger licking good. I'm like, oh, that's fucking gross. Use a napkin, dude. So Yeah, so I, in, in a press yeah. release, they have said, the world has changed, times are tough, and everyone's needed to adapt. And that includes us. Our finger licking good slogan has been around for 64 years for good reason. But we can all agree this year has been like no other. And right now, our slogan doesn't feel quite right. So for that reason, we'll be pressing pause on using it in our advertising for a bit anyway. Oh, it might make a comeback. As I said, stupid fucking uh, tagline um, is probably stupid when they made it 60 years ago. It just to me, that's just like, oh, that's gross, dude. Uh, You know, you use a napkin, go wash your hands, dude. Don't fucking lick your fingers. What, you've never licked your fingers after eating some Doritos? No. Uh, or some no. Cheetos? Yeah, I, yes, no. no. For the most, when I was a kid, yeah, no, no. I just washed that shit off. <sighs> you fucking heathen. <laughs> God, you know how long it's been since I had anything like Doritos or Cheetos or stuff like that? Because I stopped eating that way before the, the stomach issues because uh, I was trying to eat healthy. And if I was going to have like a cheat meal, I wouldn't want it, or a cheat snack, I wouldn't want it to be something like that. So... So while I have no issues of Doritos and Cheetos and all that good shit, I I haven't eaten them in quite a while. Well, shit, Jay, just ask ask Sly about flaming hot Cheetos. Like <laughs> they are the food of the gods. Yeah, yeah. Well, even in yeah. the most elaborate spread of food, you must have a bowl of flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> Speaking of hot stuff, I was watching that uh, show of Hot Ones uh, a little bit today. <clears throat> are you familiar with it? Yeah, for the most people, the. For the most part, the people that go on that show are just gigantic pussies, or they're just putting on an act. Right, right. Um, yeah, a lot of them uh, tap out before they hit the end of it. For people that are unaware, Hot Ones is a uh, is a YouTube uh, video interview show where the guy interviews various famous people while they eat hot wings of uh, increasingly uh, spicy, uh, increasingly spicy uh, hot wings. Excuse me. Uh, starting off from like 1,800 scobles to going up to the very end, which is 2 million scobles, which is very fucking hot. And actually, pretty much anything over 20 or 30,000 scobles is really fucking hot. So the, the last three or four are, are overkill for most people. I think they do six or seven different uh, sauces. So how do you think you do on there, Jay? Um, if I wasn't scared that it was going to fuck up my stomach for a week and a half, um, probably... <sighs> 
and I was on camera too. I probably get pretty far just because I wouldn't want to embarrass myself. If uh, if it was a private competition that no one would ever know about, I'd probably tap out about halfway through. I like spicy, but there's a limit to that shit. How about you, man? I would no sell the shit out of it. I go right through the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a big fan of spicy shit. I'm, no, I I don't even necessarily like spicy food, but I'm not gonna let someone feel like they got the better of me just from some fucking hot sauce. <laughs> That'd be a very confrontational interview, it sounds like. Um, oh, absolutely. It, I'd get more angry as it went on, but I wouldn't show that, you know show that the heat was getting to me. Oh yeah, because the, 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 the host does all of them every time, you know. I don't know. I think if they tap out he would he goes ahead and stops, but uh he does it every time they go through it and he doesn't have like water and milk and shit in front of him when he does it either. He, he just struggles along. Uh, and while a lot of celebrities will keep on going, but they're like chugging water and milk, uh, Scarlett Johansson actually asked for beer, uh, who was one of the few, one of the people that actually made it all the way through, including the, uh, uh, the extra dab of the 2 million sauce that they do to, to end things. <clears throat> she didn't look like she was happy about that shit, but she was a trooper and went made it all the way through. Yeah, if I was ever on that show, I'd be bringing a bottle of fucking whiskey with me. Ooh, that's Pouring out a shot to next to each fucking wing and also telling the host, you're taking a shot after each one of these, and so am I. <laughs> Forget your little pussy hot sauce. We're going whiskey as well. <laughs> I'd be all about that at one point. Uh, for, you know, Give me a nice bottle of Jack Daniels or a Gentleman Jack, and uh, I would be down for that challenge. Yeah, I'm thinking much better whiskey than that, Jay. Eh, Gentleman Jack's not bad at all. Have you ever had it's, Gentleman Jack? I assume it's it, at yes, I have. It's it's no Juro Seven Wood, Jay. Well, yeah, I'm not. I'm we're still talking reasonably priced uh, bottles. How much is a, a fifth of that? Uh, so a bottle of Jura generally you're looking anywhere between like seventy and ninety bucks. It's not. It's not terrible. Right, and unless it's went up a whole bunch, I'm guessing Gentleman Jack's about thirty for a bottle now. Probably, I I have no clue. Yeah, but so it's yeah, I, that is way 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 more expensive. So I would assume it would be uh, quite a bit better. It's fucking amazing, is what it is. <laughs> yeah, my drinking days are pretty much over anyway. So I, I we've had the conversation a couple few times, but by the time I get a couple into me and start enjoying my buzz, I start worrying about uh, the hangover. <clears throat> excuse me, the hangover the next day, and it kills whatever fun I'm having. Well, yeah, and just the fact that drinking probably isn't the best idea for you anyway, given you know, your whole addictive personality. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I struggle with uh, stopping after a couple. I always do. I'm, I haven't drank more than two beers, uh, God, in years and years and years, uh, or two drinks of any nature. But after that second one, I definitely feel the urge to keep going. So it's probably a good thing that I fear the fear the hangovers as much as I do. Yeah, it, it probably is a good idea. So, yeah, I guess there's that. But if we do have uh, an OG meetup here in 2021, you are drinking with us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I'll probably need someone to take care of me at some point. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll uh, drink with you guys when we do our uh, meetup next year. So, which, okay, uh, which, by the way, is a do done that. deal. We have, to, we have to make sure if we treat that thing as a done deal, it will happen. So as far as I'm concerned, that is happening. All we should be doing right now is talking about the where and when. Well, so it's going to be in Vegas. We need to find a place where we have a track handy because we have to do a decathlon. And then when Jay gets too drunk to function, Tenor can take him back to the hotel room. <laughs> and by the hotel room, I mean his room. <laughs> I, might need a, I might need two tenders in that case, two people to watch over me. No, no, just Tanner in his butt in his buckle shorts. <laughs> of course, of course, he's going to be wearing them. Tanner, I know. I never asked him to, uh, if he still has those or not. Probably not. So which means we'll have to find him a pair. You don't just get rid of buckle shorts, Jay. I don't know. Keep those Maybe. around. Yeah. Well, oh, they said he said it was his roommates, anyways. So Fuck well, it, we'll probably... find some on Amazon. Buy them yep. for him. Yep. Yep. Um, <clears throat> So yeah, that'd be a good thing. We, it's maybe we should probably plan that for like the end and near the end of 2021 or something like that. Um, yeah. Once shit gets back to normal, like we find a weekend, there's going to be a UFC go out. We do a decathlon. We catch some fights. We hit one of the fucking buffets. 
And we all make very, very poor choices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh, by ne- by this time next year, I'll be. I think I'll be in a lot better financial position, uh, especially if my wife uh, is starts getting tips from the country club again. Because as I've spoken about that before, uh, uh, the the ladies' cards give her tips, and it's actually a fairly substantial amount. I mean, not to like big spenders like you guys, but we're talking a hundred to two hundred dollars in tips uh, a day for like when the, in the height of the season. So that'll help out a little bit. God damn it, slide. No, we can got not go to Burger King. We can go to Burger King after the decathlon and before the drinking. <laughs> but for completely hungover food, you have to go to a Vegas buffet. Now, were you talking about staying on the strip uh, or downtown or like one of those crazy private ranch places? Fuck if I know. We'll yeah. figure something out. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. We'll talk more about that as it gets closer. And you we'll guys are have, more... We'll just have Sly you know, wire one of the casinos like $4 million and we'll just get a floor. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that either. Go ahead, Sly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, it'll be some, it'll be fun to figure it out. And you guys are more than welcome to give us suggestions on places to stay or what time of the year you think is going to be the best bet. Um, and uh, the more notice that we have, the more likely we are to have people come. Because if if you give people like eight or nine months to plan shit out, they're a lot more likely to end up doing it rather than saying, hey, we're doing it in three weeks. So uh, getting a plan together early is uh, probably a good idea. So I'm more than uh, happy to get any opinions you guys have on what we should do and how we do it. Well, I'm putting it this way. We're not doing it in the heat of the fucking summer because I'm not doing a goddamn decathlon against you, Jay, when it's 170 degrees. <laughs> no, I th- I think uh, oh, you probably want to go in the fall or winter. Uh, probably, I, I assume the fall because in the winter, it doesn't get like, oh my God, cold there, but it gets cold enough that you don't really want to be outside. Yeah, I don't know about that. It dips to like 65 degrees. It's not that bad, Jay. Well, when we, when we were there in January, the highs were like 65 and the lows were like high 40s to low 50s. Which feels like summer compared to the winter where you're from, Jay. Oh, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. It was great. But it was also like in the morning you're walking around. It's like 50, 55 degrees out in a breeze. And it's actually you're more comfortable inside. So you wouldn't really want to walk long distances or be outside long amounts of time if it's that cold out. Um now, on the other hand, if it's uh, you go just like a month or two before that, the highs are probably going to be in like the 70s and the lows are going to be in the 50s or 55s. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But yes, yeah, definitely not summer, definitely not spring. But we yeah. will Vegas it up. We will have a decathlon of you on steroids and me being the only one that pisses clean, which how's that for kind of weird irony compared to what people would think? Yeah, no. What's going on, Kev? What is up, my friends? I hope you're having a great day today. How are y'all doing? Uh, a lot better now. You've called in, buddy. How's your day going? Oh, my God. Listen, I can't even tell you how my day went because I know you're going to bed soon. <laughs> it's been it a long went. day. Oh, right on, man. Well, hopefully it was a long, good day. Um, oh, you know what? It was, yeah. a, it was a blessing in disguise day, um, uh, Jay. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, we're going to knock out one more topic uh, before we get out of here. Uh, we'd love for you to stay around and give us your opinion on whatever the fuck it is. Dalton, All right, listen, I uh-huh. need to make an, uh-huh. I need to make a drop and I need to make an update to uh, my um, six, my two mil 60 days. I need to put it on hold for now. Uh, so okay. anybody listening out there that was uh, planning on the, on following the picks and all that, it is on a brief hold, so please stay tuned. I am working on the next video that I am putting out very soon to, um, you know, to give everyone a clear understanding update. It's very concept, uh, it's very complex, it's very long, um, but I hope everybody can, uh, you know, can take a look. It's like I said, it's pretty long. It's like a fifteen-minute video, um, and, and yeah, it's like a fifteen-minute video. Video, and um, as everybody knows in the OG, I'm an idiot and I don't know shit, right? So, and I don't listen to people. So this video just gives a little bit of everything. And, um, and it's going gonna, it's gonna, to, I think, blow a lot of people's minds that was on, uh, you know, in that thread talking a lot of shit, saying I'm an idiot and saying I don't listen to people. So this video is going to prove a lot of things. And uh, I just want to you know, make sure everybody to stay tuned. Excellent, man. We, will look, we are looking forward to seeing it, sir. Cool. 
Hey, you guys have a great day. I know you guys um, you guys are always spitting the fire, and um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit back on this one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to you guys. So I hope you guys All have right. a great day, and uh, yeah. Right on, man. Call in anytime, sir. You're always a friend of the show. All right. Much love, guys. Talk to you soon. All right. Later. K-Bars. K-Bars. Rhode Island all day. God CES, damn right. motherfucker. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. What do you want to finish us up with, sir? I have no fucking clue, Jay. Like, I, I can't oh, carry the it, show huh? all the time. What do you got? Okay. Well, I got one thing. Uh, apparently, uh, the headline is, Man snaps selfie at abandoned Northville Psychiatric Hospital gets arrested. Um, the Northville, Northville Psychiatric Hospital was a psychiatric hospital, obviously, that closed in 2003 um, and has been abandoned ever since. <clears throat> and it's always been a big place for people to sneak onto because it's you know, all scary and stuff. Uh, at one point, there was a really extensive set of tunnels that went underneath the property going from spot to spot. Although I think like five or six years ago, they finally collapsed those so no one can get into them. Uh, but people are still always trespassing on it all the time to get interesting pictures. Well, this guy... Uh, took a picture of himself on the roof and posted it on Facebook with the caption on the roof of Northville. So, um, he got in trouble. Uh, I know that sounds like an amazing thing. You wouldn't possibly think would happen, but turns out, uh, the cops saw that and put out a warrant, a warrant for his arrest. <laughs> yeah. Stupid people are dumb. Actually on the same, same topic. Did you hear about that other, uh, mental institution in Detroit where, uh, this guy was being released and he basically pled with them not to be released because if he gets released, he knew they would end up killing himself Oh no! and they Where's released him and uh -huh. he killed himself. Oh, Jesus Christ. Really? Where's this at? Michigan. I don't know oh. where in Michigan. I just saw the, saw the headline in passing and I was like, I don't even necessarily want to know all the fucking details on this one. Yeah. No but kidding. Yeah, there man. was a guy who was fucking committed and they were going to let him out and like, good for him he knew he was fucked up and he was basically telling them like you kick me out of here like i'm going to kill myself like that's gonna be a thing and they let him out and he killed himself jesus christ yeah that's that's horrible i mean i don't see i don't see how they could reasonably let him out when he said he's worried about killing himself that makes zero sense um you, if there's ever, ever a reason to extend someone's stay, them saying they don't think they're ready to leave because they'll kill themselves is probably a good reason. Yeah, like generally if you have a mental institution or something like that, and one of your patients is saying, yeah, I think I should probably stay here, like you might want to have them stay there. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Um, and this is recent, obviously. Yeah, I just saw the headline today, so this had to have been, like, in the last week. Okay, so I imagine we're going to hear a lot more about this going forward. Uh, but I just got to, I hope, I wonder, I just feel bad for family on top of everything else, because, uh, um, you know, he's obviously he's got somebody out there, I assume. I have no idea. Again, I didn't really read into it, so it wasn't even necessarily something I was going to talk about on the show, but... When right, you were talking right. about about a fucking mental institution in you know Michigan, like goddamn eventful week for those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Ah, uh, well, shit, dude. It looks like it's about time to end this shit. Um, I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. Uh, I couldn't do a show without you. Uh, I want to thank my co-host Big Dalton. Couldn't do a show without him either. Um, and uh, I want to thank K Barb's for his uh, drive-by uh, fucking video endorsement. Always good to have him on the show. Call him anytime you want, Kev. Um, shit, you got anything left, uh, Dalton? Yeah, a couple things. Um, so we should have K-Barbs back on uh, later in the week here, probably Wednesday, Thursday, whatever, talk fight picks. But along those lines, and I just want to reiterate this, Rhode Island by day, OG podcast by night, all day! <laughs> what else you got, sir? Fuck all y'all. You guys have We're a done. great night. <laughs> you guys have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at six. Bye-bye. Screw you, hippie!